It's six o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. It's our 420th episode. I've been doing this for over eight years. If you can believe that, it's absolutely true. You can listen to all of the old joke workshop podcasts from 2014 all the way through to today and in honor of the aged podcast that i've been doing i am i was cleaning out some of my clothes and purging for the 2022 times and i found a bra that i've had since 1990 i'm wearing it right now i'm wearing a bra that i used to wear in high school and it's still functional unlike most of the alcoholics in this room so that's I'm kidding. Uh, I am wearing a 31, 32-year-old bra, though, which is hilarious to me. Uh, your first, oh, it's the joke workshop. So the first eight comics we give comments to, and it's four-minute sets at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left, and then we'll talk to you about your jokes for four minutes, and then we'll bring up the next person. And after the first eight, it's just a regular open mic, and everyone stays and is nice and supportive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So make sure that when you give people comments that you are specific and uh, compliments as well as things they can work on, tags, all that kind of stuff. Put your hands together for your very first comedian of the evening. He's number one in our hearts because he's the hero of Mutiny Radio, Matthew Quirk. Yay! Happy New Year, snowflakes. Did everyone have a good uh, amateur night this year? Nobody. So uh, a lot of talk about student loan debt in the news. Anybody got a student loan in the room? I would expect more, but I guess I should have known no one here is educated. So (laughs) anyway, a lot of talk of student loan debt in in the news. And people are like, you know, how about student loan forgiveness? It's a racket, you know? And people are like, hey, you signed that paper. You should pay them back. Well, you know who else signed the paper? The financial geniuses at the fucking bank who loaned you the money in the first fucking place. I mean, who loans hundreds of thousands of dollars to minors who have no assets and no income? Who? Idiots! That's who. They should eat the fucking cost whole hog. That's right, nobody has student loan debt in here, so it's, this would relate if this was a, like an educated crowd. These jokes are too smart for you. Anyway, Marjorie Taylor Greene is in the news, right? She got kicked off of Twitter. She's complaining about, uh, you know, her free speech rights. Doesn't she have a job? Why is she so concerned with Twitter? Anyway, oh yeah, she does have a job, it's like, She's, she's in the Congress, right? So how would she know what the First Amendment actually covers, right? How would she, how the fuck would she know? Anyway, she feels that America needs to have a divorce. That's her stance politically. We need to have a divorce. And uh, I ain't no big city divorce attorney or nothing. But if you want the divorce, don't you have to move out of the house? I'm right on that, huh? I'm not married. Someone has to nod in agreement or something. Uh, Anyway, OJ's in the news again. Anybody catch this? OJ in the news? He made comments about the Tampa Bay Buccaneer, Antonio Brown. Do I have that right? 
Antonio Brown, who apparently like stripped half naked and ran around at halftime to quit mid-game as a professional football player. Uh, I don't want to say traumatic head injury or nothing, but uh, I think he took a few many to the noggin. <clears throat> uh, anyway, OJ said that you know he was disappointed in this guy, uh, you know, for having a meltdown. I mean, you'll never catch OJ having a meltdown. And I mean, you'll never catch him, because he's... Anyway, I suppose he took a break from trying to catch the real killer to make these comments about Antonio Brown. Anyway, someone also said that uh, uh, Antonio Brown is no longer a buck. And I say, he sure isn't. Now he's a stud. Did you see the six-pack on that fucking guy? Give me some traumatic brain injury, for God's sakes. Uh, anyway, there was a, uh, a turnstile death in New York City. Some guy trying to hop the turnstile fell down, hit his head, broke his neck, died. And it's sad that a life worth $2.75 had to be wasted. That's all the fair is, guys. Two dollars he was trying. Someone said, "Why would you build such a dangerous thing that someone could trip on and fall and break their neck?" I think it was a deterrent so that you would pay the two dollars and seventy-five cents. <laughs> oh yeah, someone else commented that people with beards are just trying to hide their weak chin. I would like to remind you, mine is a glass jaw, not a weak chin. All right, thank you. Everybody, Matthew Quirk. Um, there's microphones out there for comments that are kind of strewn about the building. Uh, the student loan stuff, uh, the truth isn't always funny, but it sure is true. Um, it's ironic. It was, I mean, it's, it's good. you're just speaking the truth a lot up there. Oh, Marjorie Taylor must be something in the house, right? She's some she's, sort of... She's actually in the... Uh, Congress, House of Representatives. Okay, she is because that joke is so funny. I assumed that she was in the House because yeah. you said she you have to move out of the House. Yeah. But just maybe one line. I'm sorry, I, I don't know to what's call happening. Her Marge too. Well, but I didn't know who Marjorie Taylor was. So if you could just, and I'm sorry, I'm dumb. I clap I'm if you know who Marjorie Taylor Green is. Okay, well, I, like the rest of the idiots, submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and yeah. come out for free ice cream days, and I have no idea who she is. So just one little yeah. helping thing for me would be, there's like, got to be dumb, more dumb people like me. I can't right, believe I'm the over 80% only one. new, just off the top. She's in a tight race for the craziest lunatic in the entire government. In a okay. tight race with Lauren Boebert. Another name, I have no idea what that means. Just but the move out of the house joke is really good. And I thought, oh, she must be the speaker of the house. That's really funny. And also, I didn't know OJ was still alive. Um, so that's, I, did, I didn't know. I don't know. But I thought I was, it's great that he can still be topical. He's alive and looking for the real killer. <laughs> yeah, good. And um, that turnstile death thing, I think that's very funny. Just as an idea, just that yeah. that's, it's 275. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, that's, that was great. Are there are there other are there other comments? There. <laughs> Does this work? Yeah. Hey, let's see. Kind of awesome stuff. I don't know if you could add someone's like they they died on the turnstile and they hit their head and broke their neck and then it turned and they hit their head and broke their neck again because it keeps. Oh, going it's a around. turnstile. Yeah, that's all. I don't know. That's all. Thank God he didn't say act out. <laughs> no, we don't want you to hurt yourself, old man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um. <laughs> you can take it out of the thingy if you want. <laughs> there we go. Hi, Matt. Hi. Um, student loan, who gives options would give the money? Who give options about who would give the money? You said um, different people, you could go off on different ideas about who would give money. You like said it's idiots. Yeah. Yeah, that, just the, an idea. Oh, okay. um, you move out of the house, it was like not the Senate, the house. You have to hit it because I don't think people know Senate or House. And, but it's a it's a good time. And the two seven seventy five was dark. I loved it. Well, <laughs> Anybody? Yeah, and the with the student loans, that's right. Like because you would think that these idiot parents would give their idiot children like if if, if they have to go out and get a student loan, but they're I mean can't they get their money from their parents or something or I don't know. Anyway, not all our parents are from Walnut Creek. Okay, fair. <laughs> Fair. Not everyone can take out a second mortgage on their house to play for college, but but I also I like that idea. I second her idea of having different idiots that you could yeah. get the money from. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. All right. Yeah, you have friends listening. We just won't give you comments. Oh my gosh, your next comedian. He's my savior because I. Um, uh, was kind of blacked out last Friday and um, he saved me and made me uh, be safe and stuff and I guess some crazy things happened that he's going to tell us about but uh, he's amazing and I'm letting him bump in the list Put your we don't have to give him comments though put your hands together everybody for Hunter Uniac yay keep it going for me I deserve more applause than that I saved the host's life and I get that mediocre applause she deserves that mediocre applause people all right, it's so fucking crazy. Like it, it, it's it's the 420th rendition of Mutiny Radio Joke Workshop. Woo! That's amazing, people. That's awesome. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna talk to you some about some memories that I have Mutiny Radio. Okay, they're probably not gonna be funny because I'm involved in them. All right, but they're definitely fucking true. Okay, the second show I ever did in my life. All right, I was brand new to comedy and I was talking to my buddy and I'm like, dude, how do I get in more shows? How do I get in more shows? And he goes, actually, my friend Pam, she had somebody drop out from one of her shows. I will drive you over there. He drives me over here. First time I meet fucking Pam. And she goes, hi, Hunter. I'm Pam. Nice to meet you. Here's an adult diaper. And here are four beers. Chug the four beers, you pussy. <laughs> then put on the adult diaper. All right? And if you piss yourself before uh, or during your set, the audience wins a prize. If you piss yourself after your set... You win a prize. I'm competitive as fuck with a small bladder. How do you think that worked out? I had a hole in my diaper. That's how that worked out. All right. Our boy for the time, Jonathan. I, I was talking to Jonathan. I thought Jonathan was like, you know, this comedian. I was like, dude, Jonathan, how, how, do, how do you beat this? How do you beat this? And he goes, uh, give yourself a front wedgie. So I gave myself a front wedgie. I gave myself a front wedgie. I was 22 years old at the time and listened to a grown man who I just met saying, like, yeah, you're wearing your adult diaper? Fucking rip that shit, bro. And I did. So I had to, like, wear an adult diaper and jeans on there with this whole thing right out front open in the open. I wore jeans on there, okay? But, like, you know, I just started doing comedy, so I haven't gotten laid in, like, a fucking year, you know? So, like, once this happens, I pull it out. It's just fucking pubes right there, people. It was horrible. 
Yeah, I didn't say these jokes would be funny. I'm just telling you these are stories about why I'm still doing comedy. Because I haven't gotten laid since that fucking show. All right? Second hour story. Hey, we're just talking about my penis. Welcome, Kyle Morrissey. Um, <laughs> it was so weird. The second, uh, second uh, this actually happened at New Year's, okay? Uh, Pam got blacked out. So it was a uh, regular Saturday. And um, Friday. Friday, Pam, I got fucked up too, okay? And um, like Pam was sitting there fucked up. And I was talking to Pam, make sure it's okay. And uh, somebody was in the bathroom. And the faucet was going on for five, ten minutes. And I knocked on the door constantly. Hey, what the fuck? What the fuck? Get out of there. Get out of there. And um, after the seventh time I knocked on the door, the person goes, fuck it, fine. Like, I'm the one causing him issues. Opens up the door, completely naked, and they're wearing nothing but a shower cap. <laughs> Somehow, Pam, Lauren was there. Lauren, Lauren was there. Lauren Kraut, everybody boot. Actually, give it up for Lauren Kraut right now. Yeah. Uh, for the people listening on there, Lauren Kraut is adorable elderly woman, and she said, um, with the glasses, she's like, her name's Kraut, okay, so, like, we automatically hate her, because of World War II, um, and she was just sitting there, goes, like, you got this, Hunter, I was like, what, got what? She goes, I'm out, leaves, and, um, don't, Pam, I'm gonna talk about a naked stranger, don't fucking honk me right now, all right, and she goes off, and I open the door, com naked, completely, naked man, completely naked, wearing nothing but a shower cap, all right, and he just goes, what the fuck do you want, and I kick him out there, all right, I have Pam in the radio booth. I'm like, you know, she's behind me. She has no idea what the fuck's going on, by the way. All right, she's going like, Hunter, why the fuck are you blocking my way? Like, I'm trying to use the bathroom. I'm like, you don't need to use the fucking bathroom right now. All right, and then the, uh, the guy leaves the uh, radio station. And I have to drag him back in saying like, sir, you forgot your fucking clothes. All right, dude forgot his clothes in the sink. Okay. Yeah, gross. And then he had picked him up. Um, took him out there, and yeah, so um, I told you these jokes would be funny, so I'll leave you with one actual joke. Um, let's see this one. What do you guys call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. Ah, that's my time. New this year's going to suck, people. Hunter Uniac! Yay! Saving me from the naked man. Uh, that really was a crazy fun show back in the day. Uh, it still exists on the internet. You can hear it. Tim Pizza. It was it was nuts, and there was everyone was peeing their pants. Sammy Obeyed was on the end of it, and Jonathan got mad at him because Sammy Obeyed wouldn't put on a diaper, and Sammy was like, "You have to wear." <laughs> You have to wear a diaper this show. And Sammy was like, I'm not putting on a diaper. And Jonathan was like, then you don't get any stage time. And I was like, it's okay. He's Sammy obeyed. It's okay. He doesn't have to wear a diaper. I was a little disappointed that he didn't want to play the game, though. Uh, your next comedian, we're taking notes. Put your hands together for Sarah Guth. Yay! <laughs> so I guess I probably have to take this off. If you guys give me COVID, I swear to God. <laughs> My boyfriend and my housemate will murder me and then start dating each other. And that'll be on your conscience. Um, it's weird. I haven't worn an N95 since I was uh, sampling bats in Madagascar. And uh, I used to take it off all the time to like swab their buttholes. But I really didn't want to take it off in front of you guys. So I don't know what that says about you. Um, no, okay. I was, uh, I was in Chicago for the holidays. And I want my money back, okay? They're... Uh, Ocean was fake, their city was as flat as my grandmother's ass, and uh, their sun was broken, okay? Like, I saw it there up in the sky, but then I left the house to get brunch, and I was assaulted by their freezing winds and temperatures, okay? You think it's bad out there right now? 
I had to brunch indoors, like a common peasant, okay? Why even brunch if you can't feel like a superior human being by eating your avocado toast on a sidewalk patio next to someone shooting up heroin? Um, spent the rest of my holidays with my boyfriend's family in suburbia, um, which is, for, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, is a purgatorial wasteland where putting up a liberal yard sign is considered doing something. Um, casseroles are a staple, seasoned with subtle notes of racism. Um, and the houses are farther apart, uh, so the couples who stayed together for their like now grown kids can't hear each other fighting. Yeah, everything is spaced apart just enough to ruin nightlife, but not so much so that you could like enjoy nature instead. Um, but I think the most frustrating thing about the suburbs is uh, the people there have forgotten how to use bowls. Like everybody knows bowls are for cradling large volumes of food in bed and that's it, right? But the people in the suburbs, they're using bowls to like hoard pine cones. Has anyone seen this shit? <laughs> like pieces of glass, balls of yarn. And they put these decorative bowls like everywhere, right? Like on counters and tables, like any flat surface they can find, okay? Like I found a bowl of rocks on my bedroom nightstand. I was like, maybe they're using them as like all natural butt plugs. Like, I don't know what these guys are into, okay? Um, but yeah, like I, uh, what else did I wanna say about bowls? I just, I, I saw so many bowls not being used properly as bowls. It started to piss me off, okay? Like, cause like, I don't know about you guys, but I have enough bowls to like avoid washing dishes until the end of the day. Um, and two surfaces, like one for eating, one for pretending to work from home, okay? These guys just flaunting all their extra bowls and surfaces. It's really not cute. Um, looked it up too. People spend real money on what they call decorative bowl fillers. It's not what they're fucking called. They're pine cones. Yeah, stop making up fancy names to justify your dumb purchases. Um, I saw a review on Amazon for fake pears. One star looks fake. I was like, if that's your complaint, here's an idea. Half the price, you can go to the grocery store and buy pears that look so real, you can actually eat them. Also, like, how real did you want your fake pears to look? Like, were you hoping they looked so real that, like, a guest would come over, try to take a bite, lose a tooth, and be like, great pears, Steve. You know, I love how real they look. What's the end goal here? Um, that's my end, so I'm gonna, <laughs> thanks, guys. I'm putting my mask on. Sarah, good, yay. That was great. Um, your language is so awesome. I mean, just when you opened up with sampling bats in Madagascar, just like the things that you're just saying are really great. And you don't have any notes, so that's incredible. It's kind of like it's from the top of your head. And um, yeah, you just your language is so complex and it's really, you're just so smart. Oh, uh, what are my other things? That Get your money back from Chicago. I thought that was really funny. Um, all that decorative bowl stuff was really good. The only, the only hint I could give you would be um, use those rocks to smash the window in the suburbia to get out. Ooh. 
like, I like that. you could yeah, not use the you. decorative thing. But other than that, like it's all it was you know interesting, fun to listen to, really good language. You know, other comments. Hey, that was awesome. Um, oh, the only thing I say is maybe like one more beat after you said assaulted in Chicago because I thought that was funny, but uh -huh. then you like went to the other thing, so. I don't know, maybe like another second there, but yeah, that was awesome. Okay, sweet, yeah. Sorry about the mask, too. Yeah, it's, it's just my people at work. So. Uh, I, I kind of wanted you to, uh, I'm over here. Oh, hey, sorry. what's up? Ventriloquist. I kind of wanted you to have, I kind of wanted you to be like, oh, I was surprised I didn't find a bowl of blank, like kind of have like a really ridiculous item. Yeah. Like kind of go into the fantasy of that, or like be like, uh -uh. now I'm inspired, and now I'm gonna start having a bowl full of you know okay. something I have ridiculous. A bit. I was too nervous to oh, oh, okay, that's that funny. Okay, acorns, batteries, yeah. tampons. I don't know. <laughs> Mine is um just all time and taking breath and just try to like take a little slow. Yeah. I, like I think like some of your shows have potential. It's just I think if you slow it down a little right, bit yeah. and like and just focus on like just getting that punchline, I think mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be great. Cool. Thank you. Uh -huh. Clap your hands wildly for Sarah Good. Yay! Oh, yeah. Your next comedian, keep taking notes and being awesome. It's Emma Brown. What's up, guys? Very, very honored to be here for the 420th episode. Right. Joke workshop. Oh, take off. Okay. Um, yeah, so. I, uh, I actually think I've gotten less cool since I've been in my 20s, which is supposed to be like the cool time of your life. But um, I've gotten really into fantasy instead. Um, I have a D&D &D group now, which is basically like uh, improv games for nerds. I guess improv games are for nerds, though. Now that I think about it. Uh, I've been reading this this fantasy novel lately. It's it's really long and dense, and it's taken me a while to get through it. Um, but it's kind of a classic of the genre, so I feel like I got to do it. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called The Bible. It's good. Um, yeah, it's true though. The Bible actually has all the components of a great fantasy novel. Um, first of all, you know, it's got uh, way too many characters to remember. Um, it's got completely unpronounceable names. I actually, I wrote down a few of my favorites from just the chapter I'm reading right now, which is numbers. Um, we got Zebulun, Shuthala, Zephin, Osni, and Zalafahad. Um, I think more people today are probably named Gandalf than Zalafahad, right? <laughs> it's obscure, man. I like it. Um, most importantly, though, the absolute mo most crucial aspect of any great fantasy novel is that, uh, not a single female character matters. So, it's true. Um, yeah, a lot of biblical apologists would, would argue with me on that. I mean, I, I, I'll concede there's a few, uh, there's a few bones thrown, a few token girl bosses, if you will, in the Bible. Um, you got Miriam. She, uh, she was the one who found little baby Moses floating down the river. Good eye, bitch. Mm, slay. Um, you got Sarah. She had a baby at age 90. Really shattered that glass ceiling, huh? 
Well done, yeah. Uh, you can never be too old to be a vessel for semen. That's what all the feminists say. Um, and then, of course, how could we forget the, the girl bossiest girl boss of them all, Mary, the virgin? That was in air quotes for our radio listeners. Um, I know it's, it's a bit played out to, to make fun of the Virgin Mary, but I think we really do have to give her props. I mean, she did a miracle. She convinced everyone she knew that she didn't cheat on Joseph. That's, that's pretty amazing. I mean, we have, a, we have a term now. It's called immaculate conception. That's, thank you. That, <laughs> uh, that is the term that we use to refer to the fact that Joseph is not the baby daddy of Jesus. Um, that's a theological term that we all have now. I say it's not immaculate conception. It's fucking filthy conception. That was, that was low. Um, yeah, I, I, it's tough. You know, for every one girl boss that the Bible has, there's like a hundred child brides. And there's a lot of overlap in the categories, too. It's really, it's not good. Um, but I will say it is uh, still marginally better than Dune. <laughs> Thanks. I've been Emma Brown. Yay! Emma Brown! Hooray! Oh, I love that you rolled it back to Dune. That was really funny. Um, geez, I like, I have smiley faces all over the place The that you put it all together with your own like a fantasy and that you made fun of improv people. I loved all of that. And the Bible being a fantasy novel, you had great specifics. Um, that, the funny things, female characters don't matter. All that feminist stuff was awesome. Um, maybe the only, I was thinking like Delilah was evil and sexy. I mean, just, I mean, there's plenty of women characters. You could do 10 minutes on it. It was, it was really great. The only thing I would say is watch your ums. That's and I had to like I had to dig real hard for that one because it was um, a great what? set. You know, just your um, yeah, you you um, your filler word is um. That's all. My um, filler word is like. I disagree. Um. <laughs> Other comments. I thought it was great. I loved it. Um, I I I'm not super religious, so I I. Don't know if this is anyway. I, I feel like someone could make you could make fun of um, the baby floating down the river more, like if that Ooh, was in yeah. present day, or like also like I was like, wow, he sounds like a superhero, but like again, I'm I don't know. It's kind of a lame superhero compared to like <laughs> can you could compare him to like better superheroes or done like cooler things, something like yeah. that. But yeah, thank you. Anyone else? Other comments? I just thought it was good. Like, like, like Sarah said, I'm not really religious either, but I feel like I, could st I still kept up, and I think that's impressive. Um, that's kind of all I had, just a compliment. Good job. Thank you. Well, I happen to be super religious, and I really appreciate you that you put in Mary into the story. <laughs> Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Emma Brown. Yay! All right, your next comedian. What a tall drink of water he is. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! It's Lauren. It's Lauren is next. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Lauren is next. I, I messed up. Everybody, Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. 
Pam. The trouble with me is I still have hope. And so I hang around expecting good shit to happen. Not all the time. Come on, I'm not a monster. But sometimes, yeah, let's have something that fabulous take place. Like, that's why I like insights, because they're little, little trips for your brain, and they don't cost nothing. Insights give me something to look for, to live for. They're like, uh, oh, shit. Okay, insights give me something to live for. Okay, no, fuck that joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cauliflower is not the problem. Brussels sprouts are the problem. <laughs> you don't start out being a stinky vegetable that everyone hates, get a nose job by some food scientist, and then you're now the hot, hot staple on the menu. You don't do that. All the Brussels sprouts are, are pouting. It's so hard being everyone's favorite. What if every vegetable got it into his head that they this is what they were going to do? What if beets got it into their head that they didn't want to just be blood red if that wasn't good enough? It's so hard being a beet. I hate myself. I want to be sexy. I want to taste like a cheeseburger. You don't do that. You don't mess with our heads. You don't certainly don't mess with our, our uh, uh, sense of taste. Yeah, shit. All right, that one's not going that well either. I like doing the, the sexy cult beat, though. I, there's something in that. All right. Uh, here's a um, public service announcement. If you ever find yourself in a psych ward, surprise, but you didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Plastic bags are forbidden, so when you discover one inside a puzzle a friend brought you, hide it from the nurses. Later, when the time is right, you can trade it for a Hershey bar and extra computer time to someone more suicidal than you. <laughs> if your lunch mate stares at you from across the table, making unseemly reenactments of the Civil War with his corn dog. Your mealtime can be shortened so that you may go file a restraining order before the 2 p.m. rush. It's good to know. And never refer to yourself as having godlike powers. These are three things. Did I say that in the beginning? No. Never refer to yourself as having godlike powers. It'll simply prolong your stay. However, if it's only the, the inmates, the, uh, your fellow patients, who consider you divine, you're almost assured a front row seat for movie night. <laughs> Sit by me, God. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll leave you with this one. There's nothing like saying oy vey. Not even fuck or oh fuck or fuck you can beat it. Well, all right, maybe fuck you, but oy vey says frustration. It says calamity. It says heartache and foreboding. Oy vey, I dropped the toaster in the baby's, baby's bath water, so guess what we're having for dinner tonight? Oy vey, that took a dark turn, didn't it? All right, that's my time. Thank you. Lauren Crow! Something fabulous. Yay! Um,
Your writing's great. I mean, it, right now, it just you're just trying to memorize, but it's you have like weird, relatable bits. I mean, surprisingly relatable cauliflower versus Brussels sprouts. I was on board. Uh, I loved the suicide bag. I thought that was so dark and so lovely. Um, and the divine, it, being divine and sitting next to me on movie night, that was really cute. Um, the only thing I would think is for beets is um, maybe mention the Impossible Burger because beets are one of the main ingredients in the Impossible Burger. And you already talk about like, they're trying to be something they're not, and they literally are. <laughs> like they're the blood in a in an impossible burger. That's very juicy. Other comments from the people. The beets could take notes from broccolini, which fun fact is oh, yeah. just the roots, the pieces of broccoli no one wanted, but now they <laughs> sell them for a lot more, and they just gave them Adam Eni to the end. Are broccolini and broccoli are the same thing? They're just this. It's just the sp spindly parts. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody, clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut! Yay! All right. Now your next comedian's a tall drink of water. Put your hands together, everyone, for Ian Langland. I was hoping you were going to keep that part in. I am a tall drink of water. Good Lord. I got my booster today. Kicking kick my ass, I'm going to be honest. I'm disassociating a little bit at the moment. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're on round three of this puppy. Huh? Is everybody else boosted? Everybody else get it, huh? Yeah, it's cool, I guess. Um... Yeah, I can't believe this is our third time doing this. But there, it's funny, there's still people that haven't gotten it. It's kind of funny at this point. You know, you've made it this far. But I know now people are they are trying to get people to get their first vaccine. And to do that, a lot of companies are having giveaways at like gift cards and like movie tickets to like help people get vaccinated, which is so hilarious that imagine waiting a year, like protesting a year against a vaccine, but like a $15 Amazon gift card. It's like, all right, I guess I'll get it. <laughs> All right, you know, I've been needing this Swiffer wet jet. I think this is going to help out. That's just, like, hilarious to me. But I'm pissed because I didn't get anything. I didn't get... When I got it, I was told it was for the betterment of society, and I have nothing to show for it, okay? I would rather have cool things and presents than be deemed a good person, honestly. Like, I feel left out. All these people get gifts, and I don't have anything. I feel like the one kid on Christmas that, like, got socks, but his friends, I mean, his siblings all got a PS4. Fuck it. That fucked it up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel left out. I don't like feeling left out. What, what can you do? Can you, I, I, I would, I would re-up on new vaccines just to uh, get the free shit. That's kind of where I'm at. Are you allowed to do that? Just clean slate? Can they check that you've been vaccinated already? I will get any of the strains, honestly. I will get AstraZeneca. I'll get Johnson Johnson, heroin. I don't care. Whatever, whatever's in the needle, put it in my arm. That's where I'm at. Even if the needle is used, I will, I will risk getting AIDS for a TJ Maxx gift card. Okay? I just want the free shit. I don't want to feel left out. That's where I'm at. Next time you see me, I'll look cool. I'll have like a new Patagonia. Some Jordans from Foot Locker. I'll look really fresh. Six tickets to an amusement park, but this whole side of me just does not function. I'm like walking around like, hey, who wants to go to Natsberry Farms? My heart just stopped. Okay. Cool. Um, you guys know those commercials 
that are like, God, I'm sorry, this the booster's really hitting me. I have a show after this too. I'm not looking forward to it. Um, I, uh, I, you know, those commercials where it's like you need to donate to this starving child in this third world country. I feel like they don't give you enough information about the kid <laughs> for me to just give my money to them. You know. I don't want to give it to some asshole. I don't want to give it to some kid who like doesn't love his mother. Like I feel like there should be a report card about the kid before I just start, you know, dealing money willy nilly. Like what if I give money to the kid and there's an update commercial, <laughs> and it's like thank you for donating. Here's Enrique now, and he's like playing with a yo-yo. I'm like that's what it went to, you know? His mom's in the background like starving. You know, it's like damn it, fucking Enrique. I could have given that money to your mom. Uh, my my next my next worst fear is that. They use it for even worse reasons. And then 20 years later, I get like a blood-soaked letter, like, thank you, Ian, for funding my conquest of the Republic of the Congo. I couldn't have done it without you. Now I got fucking war crimes on my conscience. So, okay, that's all I got. Thank you very much. Ian Langlands, yay! Oh, I'm sorry that you don't feel well from your booster shot. What's your show later? Who has a show on Mondays? Arturo. Oh. Sunnyvale. Oh, Sunny, where is Sunnyvale? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going to go <laughs> figure oh, it out. Yeah. Real. You're going to drive down there. Be safe in the rain. Um, I love your vaccine joke. I know you've been working on it for a while. I uh, think yeah, it's I'll great. It. Oh, like, oh, yeah. the specifics you use, like Swiffer, yeah, WetJet, it's okay. just so yeah. funny, all that specific stuff. Um, and the heroin. I, I just, I, lo I loved all that stuff today. You, you've really flushed it out. I remember mm -hmm. when it was like, like a minute, and now you did like a full three on that. Mm -hmm. um, on that vaccine stuff, so yay! Oh, thank you. Anybody else? Uh, other comments? Uh, I was gonna talk about the ocean. I'm not putting that on again. The All ocean? right, uh, oh. the the uh, the child's like child soldier thing, or like yeah. the, the donating money. I like you. You had a like the one of the tags was like the yo-yo. I think the fidget spinner one was funnier. Mm. But uh, I think. Like, yeah, if you just, like, you can, add, if you just add on to that and just keep it getting more and more, like, 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 more, more intense as you add each example. That, oh, like, like the examples of what the kid has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, like, if it, like, gets progressively, but, like, mm -hmm. kind of sneakily gets crazier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. Thank you. Um, I love the, uh, the Amazon gift card, the $15 Amazon gift card yeah, and yeah. all that. Um, that whole premise was great with the needles. Uh, with the um, donating the starving child, I I can't give you an, a better example, but I was thinking that the the one with um, the mother Enrique and talks to his mother, yeah. they can make it stronger. Okay, that one because the the Republic of Congo is very strong. Mm -hmm. The the second one, but that one can you can boost that. Like, and like more can, specific. Yeah. Or just, more, okay, just yeah more detail. Okay. And I think it would make it funnier. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Maybe he funded his first gun or something. I don't know. Ooh, there's woof, woof, woof. Let me take that out. Um, clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Ian Langlands. Yay! Have a good set down in Sunnyvale, wherever that is. Um, I'm sorry. I have no. I have no idea where anything is in the world. I don't even. I didn't even know who that news person was. Uh, your next comedian, super funny guy. Clap your hands together. Keep taking notes. It's John Alcabez. Yay! What's up, you guys? Thank you. Um, so I work for a stupid little app. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it, but let's call it Chore Weasel. 
Um, it's TaskRabbit. It's TaskRabbit. Um, I do a lot of different things for them. Um, I do a lot of picking up donations from like rich San Francisco people who want to like me to take shit to Goodwill for them. Um, it's a lot of books, and I usually go through them because I think it'll maybe be something interesting. But it's San Francisco, so it's always just 15 copies of How to Win Friends and Influence People. And then one book called A Leader's Guide to Leadershiping Leadershiply. I'm just flipping through them like, not Captain Underpants, not Captain Underpants. <laughs> one of my useless. Um, one weird thing about being on TaskRabbit, I, not to brag, I get pretty good reviews, but it's it's kind of disorienting getting like great reviews from just awful people, um, which happens sometimes. Like I did a moving job for this woman who lived downtown, and she had just like awful dehumanizing things to say about her homeless neighbors, but I just like kept my head down and, and powered through because I was working. And then she left me a review and she was literally like, John was so like strong and nice and fun. Like she literally called me funny. Funny and so brave around my scary, dangerous, violent, homeless neighbors. I was like, okay, well, thanks, but no thanks, lady. This, fuck, some people in this town, will, they'll see someone smoking crack and they'll be like, that guy is smoking crack at me. He's gonna <laughs> blow it in my ear like a dog. Listen, I'm sorry, but if you are, like, if you're scandalized by seeing an adult do drugs, you should not be allowed to watch rated R movies. <laughs> no more R's. Maybe PG-13s occasionally get them approved. I don't know. It's just, like... We all know San Francisco has one of the highest homeless populations in the country, but did you guys know it has one of the highest populations of people who like sleep in a bed inside of a house and think they're the main victims of homelessness? <laughs> really, a lot of those. Um, a lot of those. Check in on your rich friends. You never know what they're, what they're going through. I don't know, man. I was walking with someone downtown and he, we like passed by this guy smoking crack and he like freaked out he's like dude i just i don't feel like can we go a different way i feel i don't feel safe and i was just like dude all you have to do right now is just don't touch his crack you know <laughs> i would say if anything now's your chance he seems pretty focused um on the crack it's fucked up when people are super judgmental of crack users especially it's usually let's be honest it's usually someone that you've done like powder cocaine with you know, and it's just classism. It's just straight up classism. You know, homeless people, they, they can't do cocaine because they don't have keys. So, <laughs> thank you. I, yeah, it's just, it, it really drives me crazy though when people call, like, call homeless people dangerous because it's usually some, like, right-wing asshole who, like, believes in, like, survival of the fittest and that, you know, the people on top are on top for a reason. So it's like, if you really believe all that shit, if you really believe that like the weak shall perish and the strong shall survive, then like go fucking fight that homeless dude, pussy. <laughs> go throw down, go have a punching contest with a veteran, you graphic designer. See what happens, winner gets your house, you know? Winner gets your house. Um, all right, that's, that's all I wanted to work on, thank you. Phenomenal set by John Alchemies, everyone. That was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead, Ian. Oh, uh, the part 
good set all, all over the, the key Thank stuff you. is really good um the part when your friend is like can we go another way and then you do that you do the immediate thing i think you can go back and be like also there is no other way this is every street because you're walking <laughs> in san francisco is, funny, so you can yeah. be like there is no other way by the way so I think yeah it's the other guy the other way the guy's smoking way more yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that guy's doing heroin down there so yeah. pick your poison funny, yeah the don't touch his crack was really funny the yeah. keys obviously the only thing i can think is um, I guess uh, a rabbit's in the rodent family. Chor, chor rodent. I mean, chor oh. weasel. I think is really funny too, but I, for some reason it didn't get the laugh I wanted it to get. Like I was like, "That's clever as fuck," but you didn't okay. get. I maybe have... it was too early in the set or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'll, I'll play around with that. There's there's different ways. But to But super for sure. super upset today. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. I think you should definitely continue with like going on the homeless route and like doing different stories. Like even like if you've been homeless, I don't know, but right. I, 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 I definitely have. So like that, that was like super relatable. So I'm like, I feel like if you couldn't like, continue building on the stories on that, that shit was fucking golden. Thank you, man. I yeah. appreciate it. Other comments. You heard all the laughs. I mean, it's. <laughs> Clap your hands together for John Alcabez! Yay! Your next comedian. I'm so excited every time he's here. Uh, he's a regular at the Punchline, and that he he comes here to work out too is just it's like a it's a mitzvah. Put your hands together, everybody, for Orion Levine! Yay! Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's been a while. Um, since I got on stage, I got, uh, I got the COVID, um, so I'm just fresh out the quarantine. Um, so if anybody wants to take a vacation, uh, I brought my positive rapid test. I'll be selling that <laughs> after the show. Um, yeah, CDC changed the guidelines while I had COVID. Don't cough in here, please. Um, <laughs> Um, they changed the guideline from ten days to f to five days, um, and I don't I don't really trust the CDC, so I went with four. Um, <laughs> round up, uh, round up policy. I think. Anyways, um, anyways, I'm three days into this thing, and I gotta say, <laughs> just no, just kidding. Um, uh, I've been talking. Um, I've been uh, talking to old people. Uh, I didn't realize you could do that. And uh, I'm sitting, I'm not kidding. They speak almost perfect English. Um, I didn't know, I thought they just said like henceforth and bingo. Uh, yeah, but it turns out they, they uh, you can learn a lot talking to old people. You can learn um, some new slurs and that you didn't know existed, you know, like uh, expired slurs and, um, I, my dad, uh, my dad is racist, and uh, I think I don't know. He's at that age, and um, he, I, I don't know. He's just at that point. When old people say certain words, it sounds problematic. Like he ordered a cappuccino. I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> A friend of mine, you ever you ever have friends do stupid shit and it makes you rethink advice they've given you? Yeah. My my friend burnt his house down um with marijuana, which which is it's crazy that anti-weed people didn't use that. Uh 
this dude used the thing that makes you irresponsible as a tool to burn his house down. Um, and they said nothing. Um, yeah, but he did that, and I, I, I got mad at myself. I, I called my ex-girlfriend. I was like, I think we made a mistake. Um, this is the advice thing. I think there's too much space in between those two. Um, anyways, I got... I walked into a store, and the 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 owner of the store, I could tell she thought I was maybe going to shoplift there, um, which was insulting. I was insulted until I realized I dressed like a seventeen-year-old, and it's fair. I mean, I couldn't. I'm 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 wear, I was wearing an outfit I stole when I was seventeen, so I couldn't have been that mad. Um, all right, I uh, um, okay. I think that's probably it, actually. Thanks, thanks. Uh, I, I'll give. My, I can give my time back to the room for the suggest for the stuff. If somebody, if there's another new comic who's going up after the thing, they can take my suggestions. Sound good? If you're after, if you're after the time, I'm a hero. He's so generous. Put your hands together for Ryan Levine. Yay! He's back. Yay! Well, thank you for quarantining yourself away and being safe for the for the team. That was really sweet of you and um, really responsible. It, it is. I mean, uh, your next comedian, put your hands together. Everybody, this is going to be the last one we do with comments. Everybody, it's Riley. Yay. That's saucy. I also got the COVIDs. If you can hear my fucking voice right now. And it's funny because I waited two days. So let's do this. Um, no, I got COVID. I'm good now. That was pretty shit, though, to find out that I waited all of 10 days. And on my 10th day, they said five days is good. I was like, this is a crock of shit. This is a load of shit. Um, my family forgot about me during Christmas. Um, it's not a joke. That's actually true because I <laughs> texted one of them. They're like, you're here. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right, bet. Uh, cool. <laughs> Awesome, uh, but now I sound like a man, which is dope. I The only reason why I know that is because a customer came up to me and they said, you sound like a man, and I said, all right, bet, uh, thank you so much. All right, let's go on to the next thing. Um, I used to see two guys at once. I, Sorry, I ate a banana outside, like, aggressively. I think a lot of people saw me eating this banana outside. I was, like, downing the shit out of this banana because I was so fucking hungry. And now this banana's not sitting right. I, like, left to go get electrolyte water because I know it's not sitting right right now. But it was hella funny. I was standing by the fucking window over there, like, <laughs> like just eating a banana. It's, like, 6 o'clock at night on a Monday. Why am I eating a banana before doing a set? I have no idea. Um, I was seeing two guys at once. One, um, I like to say they were same, same, but different. One was a surfer, one was a skater. So same, same, but different. So one was an alcoholic, one like aggressively smoked weed, same, same, but different. Um, one was unemployed, one was looking for a job, so same, same. That's it. Um, both of them couldn't commit, so definitely just same, same, but different. Uh, all right, I'm sorry, this banana really is not sitting right right now. I think I need a <laughs> rip ass. All right, um, I was, <laughs> thank you. Um, but, uh, my, I was on the phone with my friend. <laughs> yeah, shit your pants on stage, do it. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> but um, I was on the phone with my friend and she 
was like trying not to sleep with anyone for like a year and I was really proud of her I was like cool and she's like I slept with someone on like New Year's Day I was like that's awesome she's like I could tell that I hadn't slept with someone for a while I was like why she's like he told me I was like how so and apparently in his exhale he goes I did all the work I was like, did you lay there? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, girl, girl, to be told that you didn't do anything is bad. Oh, God. Also, to emphasize to someone that you didn't do the work really makes it seem like you. I was like, how long was it? She's like, an hour. I was like, you really didn't do anything, girlfriend. All right, on to the next. Um, so it's the 420 show, which is cool. It's cool. I had to stop smoking weed, actually, because... I found out in the worst way possible. Um, I, you guys know Outside Lands? This fun little concert in San Francisco, it's called Outside Lands, it's amazing. Um, I smoked weed for like the first time in a year and in the front row of the person that I wanted to see, I fainted and not the best way possible. I full-fledged like, I basically like squirreled but backwards onto a bunch of random people and then I like woke up and I was like, what happened? And they were like, you smoked weed. And I'm like, all right, well this sucks ass. This banana is really not sitting right. I'm sorry, I'm trying to make jokes right now and I'm just thinking about this fucking 50 cent banana I ate. All right, have a good night everyone. I'm gonna go shit my pants in the corner. Riley! Get her shit her pants with banana. Funny enough, bananas I think are actually supposed to hold your shit together. I think they're part of a thing that... It, I bought it because I get a lot of cramps and I thought the potassium would help me today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> potassium. Um, I love everything you did. I'm really sorry that you, uh, your, everyone lost, forgot about you over Christmas because you were quarantined. That so, totally sucks. That whole same, same thing was hilarious. I just would want to hear more about dating two guys. I think that's interesting. I'm interested in that. But that was really good stuff. I'm sorry you don't feel well. Um, other comments? I'm trying. Yeah, the, the, the same, same, it's always me. Yeah, I'm right here. You look like you're this, doing a podcast right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so ivermectin. Um, no, the same, same, but different bit is really good. I think you could totally play into that. It's a good little um, tag that you say at the end. And then, uh, wait, when did you get out of quarantine? Oh, uh, I got out of quarantine like four days ago. Uh, four days? I saw you on Tuesday. Wait, yeah, no, wait, hold on. What day is it? Uh, <laughs> I, I just got to know because hey, I don't want to get... Hold on. What day is it? Monday. Today's Monday. Bet. Um, well, I, I quarantined for like 11 days, so I got it. I just want to know if I have COVID or not. That's kind of what I'm at right now. No. Okay, good. No, you didn't. Cool. I promise. Thank you. That, was, that was great. Oh, did you want to say something, Jay? Yeah, I was just going to say about the same, same, but different thing. Like maybe uh, if you wanted to. Like, if you wanted to play back and forth whether or not, like, it was actually same, same, but different, you could be like, I told one of, one of them about it, and he said, like, oh, that's same, same, but different, and you're like, then you could play off of that, maybe. But uh, just about, yeah, yeah it should. Riley, everyone, yay! All right, now it's just an open mic, and we'll do four-minute sets, and your next comedian up. Have a good show tonight, Ian. Have fun. Um... Put your hands together, everybody, for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Uh, good to be here. I'm glad that the CDC shortened their guidelines. Otherwise, I would not be allowed to be here either. All right. I was planning on doing these jokes before Orion and Riley said them too, so I'm sticking to it. Uh, 
I, I, they did shorten it to five days, which is crazy. I think that's not enough because can you imagine if I came up here and was just like, hey, good to be here, a little bit about me. I had COVID on Wednesday, so I'm glad I did them. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't really know where we're at uh, in this uh, pandemic, just like as a society, um, like when I go outside my neighborhood. So one of the things I actually do is I, I use the 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 80 year old asian woman who walks around my neighborhood as like a barometer for where we're at in terms of public health because she's she's always wearing a mask right and so i kind of view her as like she's like the reference point because i went outside the other day and i saw three 80 year old asian ladies no mask and i was just like i think we're done here i think it's <laughs> over and then a, a bodybuilder walked by with three masks on i was like i have no idea what's going on anymore <laughs> this is confusing um, so, you know, some good things happened during the, uh, the quarantine. I, I got engaged for marriage. <laughs> made, I made that sound very medieval. I, <laughs> prima nocta. Uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I proposed to my girlfriend and she said yes. And that would not have been possible unless she thought that everybody was going to die. So uh, once the high wore off, it just became really stressful again. Like I, we, we, we got in an argument about which diamond ring to get her it, 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 for weeks. It was exhausting. And then when we finally settled on the one that she wanted, the jeweler was like, well, good choice. This diamond is actually conflict-free. And I was like, not anymore, dude. It does not feel like it. It is actually a significant amount of conflict. Now, there's a civil war in my apartment the last two weeks. I don't know. Sometimes uh, her and I get into arguments, and I have no idea what they're about, and you can tell because when I'm losing an argument, I get all incoherent, and I just I start sounding like the lyrics from a song written by Beck. I just pff, where it's at, you know, like I <laughs> completely incoherent, you know. Soy un perdedor. Um, I don't know. Relationships are full of paradoxes. I think there's just a lot of weird shit that I've learned about them. Like when she tickles me like physically tickles me, I, I've never been more powerless in my life, even though it's physically impossible to tickle yourself. Uh, but for some reason, it feels way better when I jerk myself off compared to when she does it. Uh, for 99% of my body, she has complete control, but for the one part of it that matters, I have to be like, dude, just let me fucking do it, please. All right. Coochie, coochie, coo. Uh, uh what was I fucking going to talk about? Yeah, all right. I, I mean, basically, that's about it. Uh, I had. I, I just want to remember if I had something else because I feel like I did. No, I did all of them. I did do. I did do all of them. Um, so I'm done. I I I beat comedy. Which yeah. I'm successful now. Cool. No comments. <laughs> He's beating comedy! Yay! It's Kyle Morrissey! He wins! Say bye, Ryan! Um, just so you guys know, also tomorrow I run an open mic at OMG, and if you want to pre sign for it, you have to register on the Eventbrite, and then I give you a number. And, or you can show up to go up either way. I've just, um, I like to people to reserve on the Eventbrite because it's a natural way to keep the algorithms up, and so I have a tendency to get more actual audience because they go oh look at all these people that are going to the show and so then they I, that's anyway it's a trick uh but thank you your next comedian he's super new but super supportive of everything here at the station put your hands together for ajay demandarin 
appreciate you keep like keep going on with trying to pronounce my last name. It warms my heart. Guys, I kind of I kind of tweak my neck, so I might do this sh- like shit like fucking ACDC and be like, <laughs> just like looking at it like this. But, uh, yeah, I tweaked my neck this morning, and my my buddy knew I was going on a date yesterday. He's like, "Oh, okay, you got you got some action. You got you got really got in there." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." But uh, I actually took my neck, moving some boxes for my roommate. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't get to eat any boxes. But I got. <laughs> just had to move some. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was awful. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like super dissociated because everybody's doing like COVID material and none of my shit is like. I, like like why the fuck are you guys wearing masks? What what I feel like I woke up out of a coma. What the fuck? Um so on that topic, I've been dating a little bit cuz uh, I'm a responsible person and I I want to endanger a lot of people. And and I'm also very lonely. Um my, my one of my roommates is in an age gap relationship. Her boyfriend's 32 uh and she's 24. And uh so that, that's like it's actually I, I've met them both. They're like good people. Like it, it works pretty well. And I, I she's always like kind of championing it. She's like, yeah, I like age gap relationships. I'm really, really for them. I think more people should try them out. And she asked me, he's like, hey Jay, would you ever be in an age gap relationship? And I was like, yeah, but I don't think I need to say that because I'm 23, so everybody's just gonna assume that I'm like into cougars. Like I could just say that, right? Like this is this is like a big, big kind of uh, thing to. To just say I like women that are older than me, right? Nobody's thinking I'm going the opposite direction, right? <laughs> right, right. Come on, come on. It's like if a little person said that they're into height gap relationships. We're kind of, we all kind of know which way that, which way that swings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, uh, dating. I've been using a couple of dating apps, and I saw a prompt on one of the dating apps, which was like, "Fun fact about me: I used to be a model," and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And then I met the girl, and I was like, hey, like, you used to be a model. That's really cool. Uh, and then she's like, yeah, I, like, I got some pictures if you want to see. And I was like, sure. And it was just her in front of a bunch of, like, toilet paper, um, just, like, crawling around. And I was like, oh, so you're a baby model. And she's like, yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was a cool experience. I was like, so did this continue on? Or you, like, did that kind of, like, propel you? And she was like, yeah, no. And I was like, that's, that's kind of sad. But uh, I could, all I could think about was, like, that must have been the most awkward call for, like, a casting agent to make. Like, hey. <laughs> You know how you're really hot, baby. Like you know how you're really sexy, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I guess that didn't really pan out for you. That didn't really kind of speak to to what, who you're gonna be. It's like just maybe come around when you're uh, a little bit wrinkly. We'll uh, we'll see if we can toss you in a Cialis head, uh, put you in a bathtub. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just kind of thinking. I, I was just thinking about like appearances and stuff. I've seen like people do comedy and like it's it's pretty varied. It's pretty diverse. But uh, I also like it when like somebody with like an obvious like something obvious about their physical appearance, like they go up on stage and they talk about it, right? Because for us it's a little bit awkward. Like if somebody's like missing a leg, they can go up on stage and everybody's like, "Oh, is he gonna talk about that?" And then he goes up and he's like, "Hey, don't worry about this, guys. I lost this at my last bomb." And everyone's like, "Hey, this guy." Um, that's kind of why I figured that Helen Keller never got into a comedy because uh, that would have been a that would have been a rough rough start to that set, right? She'd be like. I know I look like, and that she's just clearly lying, right? Like, no one's gonna believe her. You guys know who Helen, Helen Keller is? All right, that's rough as fuck. Uh, I'm gonna do a dick joke because I don't even give a shit anymore. Uh, I, I think, I think I like sex, but I'm also kind of scared that like some girls are like really excited about it, and I'm like worried about my penis sometimes. And I realize that every penis is unique, and I'm guessing that as you age. Uh, the angle at which your penis stands erect is also pretty pretty unique as well. 
And I just don't want a girl to like screw me in a position that I'm not used to. And then I have to be like, hey, you know what my favorite sex position is? Like, you ever played Call of Duty? <laughs> you know that you know that thing that do they do like they do that right before? Like, I don't want this kind of this kind of situation with my uh, penis. I gotta rewrite that, but uh, there's something there. There's a penis there. Some some something something at the end of that joke. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. OJ, Damodaran, everyone. Yay. Yay. I try. I, I, every time you sign up, I think about you and trying to pronounce your name correctly. All right, bye. Have a good night. I hope to see everybody tomorrow at OMG. Your next comedian. He's back, and I'm excited to see him. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky. I actually was a baby model. It's a great career, Luke. You can still get into it. Hey, uh, they, bam! This one's just for you. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to change her initials because every time someone's like, "I hate MTG," I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with Magic the Gathering?" <laughs> um, all right, I uh, uh, I had my uh, credit card stolen uh, over the weekend, which sucked, but. Uh, it was fine because I called the cops and they were like great about it. They immediately tracked the guy down. They like, they, they found him and they arrested him with an appropriate amount of <laughs> Oh my God, no. Could you imagine? San Francisco Police Department can't do shit. SFPD couldn't solve a crime if like they had Dora the Explorer helping them. This person, I, I did that out of order. I'm gonna do some more shit. <laughs> Uh, the, the charge was $3,000 for a, uh, for a hotel room, uh, which was a difficult charge for me to explain to my girlfriend, uh, just being like, I have no idea who got a penthouse and bottle service and the porn video of The Shining. Uh, <laughs> that's a real thing. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know who did that when you were away. Ah, who knows? Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. They they got a hotel, so like I know where they're staying right now, and that's how much faith they have that SFPD won't do shit. Like, yeah, like fucking Dora could go out there like, all right, Swiper took my backpack. We have it right here on the map. Can you help me? And they'd be like, ma'am, I'm sorry, we cannot help you, and frankly, you should be talking to animal control about theft perpetrated by a fox. Did you guys not watch? All right. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I hate my body. Um, it's not like a, no, it's not a unique problem. Like, I'm sure a lot of you guys, I'm sure a lot of you guys hate my body. It's fine. The issue, it's not like even a weight thing. It's like, I'm too, I'm too hairy. Like, I'm so hairy, I have to shampoo my belly button. Yeah. It's less funny, more just factual. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm so hairy that was do 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 I don't know I'm a I'm a go uh, the one the one good thing about being super hairy is like it helps me a lot with my charity work uh, I well, every couple of months I'll do a full wax and I will donate the proceeds uh, to make wigs for children with cancer uh, locks for love stop taking my calls I had to start my own foundation called leg hair for leukemia. <laughs> We take all the hair below the locks. Uh, no, it's great. You, you have to do charity work. You know, you got to donate, especially to Make-A-Wish, because they get, like, no alumni donations. Children with cancer. Um, <laughs> I recently learned that uh, you can actually, like, get rid of your hair with lasers, which is pretty cool, but that laser has to be a disappointment to his family. 
his mom's probably out there like, your sister's out there blinding airplane pilots, your brother's almost killed James Bond like 10 times, and you, you want to sell your body to hairy old men? You're a disgrace to the laser household. Sorry, I, I plagiarized the last bit of that from my mom's graduation speech for me. Do-do-do. Uh, All right, last thing. Um, I find it weird that, like, like, there's three religions dedicated to Abraham for getting circumcised, yet zero religions dedicated to Van Gogh. If a foreskin gets you three religions, a whole ear shall at least get you a cult. All right. Thanks for your time, guys. Yay, Josh Kotsky! Thanks, AJ. Moving right along, your next comedian. Another funny person. It's a really good show today. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson! Yay! Hi, everybody. How you doing? Happy New Year, right? Happy New Year, everybody. I know I sound really thrilled. What'd you all do for your New Year? What'd you do? Did you all hang out? What did the, what did the Branches family do? I'm excited. Didn't do much, no. Um, I went out, you know, and had a good time. Oh, I just wanted to talk about this COVID thing. Okay, so I was thinking my fantasy today is like, okay. So I was thinking about... Um, Maybe rewriting a song like, uh, did it, like rewriting, like, um, did it, oh, how did you get your COVID this weekend, right? How did you get your COVID, right? Like, because they're going to be asking me that question. And I mean, besides the orgy I went to, um, I was thinking, tell me why, wait, you're going to get COVID. Tell me, yeah, it, yeah, wait, I got it that way. Tell me Anyway, that was my fantasy this weekend. Um, yeah, it was really, I, it was it was great. Uh, I did I did everything I wanted to do. I, I definitely had some balls drop um, before midnight. Thank you, Pam. She got that one. God, it's yeah, it's 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 t it's a tough room tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But um, yeah, I, I realized that um, fantasy that comedy is the thing that destroys families since 1953. Um, as that family, generally we were watching Annie on the television, and all of a sudden I found myself singing my song in front of them, and I was just, you know, I just went, you're, and I, under my breath I went, your son will come out tomorrow, better be a button on my toes. Brady, is everything about cocksucking for you? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, my mom always told me to do things that I'm best at, you know, I should go for the gold. And I was thinking, oh my God, I could do that. I could totally join the All-American cocksucking team. You know, I'm good at it, it's something I'm passionate about, and it takes a lot of practice. Do you know, I mean, does anybody here like really mind all this talk about cocksucking? I mean, does that bother anybody? I mean, I just want you to know, like, if it does, I mean, with certain age limits, um, you know, anyone could be a cocksucker at any time. And I want, you know, and I want you guys to feel like brave and like you can do this and I'll be more than happy to help you after the show. Sometimes I have my fantasies like um, if I were talented or funny or something and um, I wonder if I've missed my calling to be a product developer. 
I felt like, you know, I come up with these two new fragrances for the American condition. The first one is called White Woman. And you have to say it like that. You got to be like, White Woman. And the tagline is, always in front. And for the gentleman in the room, there's the other one. It's, um, it's called Entitled. It's how you feel. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I've got for tonight. Um, have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for your time. Brady fears it, everyone. I like your hat today. I think it's really cute. Don't you think I look cute in this hat? I do. I think you do. All right. I love the joining the American Cox. It's very sweet. Uh, your next comedian is also very sweet. He just brought me a piece of pizza, and it's super, super tasty, and he's very funny. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dash Renault. Thank you, folks. Good evening. Yeah, the one thing that really bonds Pam and I is our love for baking and stuff. Uh, just this past couple days, I've tried to finally crack making dosas. Anyone here ever had a dosa? It's a South Indian specialty. I love dosas. It's tricky. The, the recipes on dosas are hard. Uh, evidently, it's supposed to work by spontaneous fermentation. But I think they mean spontaneous the same way they say spontaneous when they say spontaneous drug search. I'm pretty sure there's a racial profiling component of that spontaneous fermentation that's supposed to happen. The instructions of this recipe, I'm not making this up. This is the most popular dosa recipe on the internet. It literally says you want to mix the dolls together by hand because the warmth of your hand is going to aid in the fermentation. It's like, okay, babe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the warmth of your hands. Uh, these hands are clean. You know, my mom was a physician. You could perform surgery with these hands. They're not going to ferment anything. I had to add sourdough. It literally, I, I was like, oh, I'll try it. No, yeah, no bubbles. Not until you put in the juice. Did you all hear about the uh, missionary in a coma? Yeah, he's a catatonic converter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Better, be, puns better than racism. Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> you know, I just learned recently, you know how Mexican Coke is better than American Coke? I just learned recently that uh, down in Mexico, they don't have the Coca-Cola polar bear because down in Mexico, they don't really have polar bears and stuff. So instead, they have the Coke hyena. Uh, you know, they used to think that different parts of the mouth sensed different flavors, but anyone who's ever done cocaine can tell you that's bullshit. It's like, <laughs> this part of my mouth can't feel it at all. Can, tell can still tell this is a Cabernet. Something I would like to know about gluten insensitivity is, is one of the symptoms of being gluten intolerant that there's just poop perpetually coming out of your butt all the time. Because if so, I might have that. <laughs> that might be exactly what I have. <laughs> you know, no one ever wipes the whole way clean. You know what I mean? Like, you, that's impossible. Like, you wipe until you get diminishing returns, you know? If I wipe again, there's going to be blood. <laughs> you know? There might be still a little bit of excrement on it, but there will be blood. Oh, my. This is going great, folks. Um, yeah, so the one most, like, sacrosanct thing in someone's 
personhood is there an instagram search button <laughs> like never, never let anyone touch your fucking instagram search button they're gonna find out way too much about what's going on in your head i see people outside these comedy shows they're like oh yeah let's exchange information let me just like put in my instagram like, no no you're not fucking doing that no okay good all right you can't win them all folks um yeah i got through that way too quickly uh nelly taught me that if you ever meet anyone in st louis and they don't have a job, and they're not smoking and fucking all day, then they sell cocaine. It's process of elimination, you know? Some got jobs and some sell yay, others just smoke and fuck all day. So either they're smoking and fucking all day, they got a job, or maybe you can pick up a gram. That's how that works. All right, you guys have been great. My name's Dash Renault. Yay, Dash. That was very funny. Yay. Not that I was surprised. Not that I'm surprised that it was very funny. Very, very, it was very funny. And not just because you fed me pizzas. It was a really good set. It's really good. The poop jokes. I'm like, you know what's funny though is that we use paper to just sort of smear it around. Like, I don't remember eating an oil painting, but I guess you are what you eat. It just seems like a, just a big mess. Someone get me a bidet stat. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, oh, that's so good. We've been talking about poop. Um, He's, <laughs> you'd think, you'd think as a 13 year old, he'd have way more like poop and fart jokes. And he doesn't. He's so clever and wonderful. And I'm excited to see what new stuff he brought. Or I haven't seen him in months, so we could do the same old stuff. I don't care. I'm just excited to see him. Put your hands together for Luca Branches. Yay! Poop. Like, I, I don't even, yeah. I, I was totally blown away by that. But, yeah. It's weird, right? I've been doing, I've been doing comedy right now. I don't really know any, how many months, like nine months, I think. And it's weird because when you're going through puberty while you're doing comedy, like it's so awkward because comedians come up to me and they're like, "You've grown, man!" Like, what the? You know? They're like, "Your deep, your voice deeper." Like, I, okay, I just found that weird, right? But like, I'm at the age right now, right? I'm I'm 13, so I'm at the age where adults get confused on how to like. They get confused on how to treat me, right? Like my teachers, they're like, you know what? You guys are adults, and I'm gonna treat you like an adult, and if you don't act like adults, we're not gonna treat you like adults. But you guys are adults, and that's why we need you to give this permission slip to your parents for a PG-rated movie. Like what? You know, I mean, I, that's just so annoying to me. Like how a PG-rated movie? Like, I've, I've done some of the stuff in that movie. I've seen it in real life. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, yeah. Got to get that permission slip signed because there's mild smoking. I'm like, Pam has 100 milligrams of weed right, right behind that glass right now. Mild smoking? I could ask her for a weed cookie. Just she'd have it. Like, it's just so dumb, right? And... They're like, yeah, you know, the nudity, though, very, there's some nudity, like, yeah, I do swim, you know what I mean? I see people in Speedos every day, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's just, it's, it's so annoying. It's so annoying to me, right? Like, I can't even with that. It's just, it's, it's like, yeah, but, you know, they have some mildly rude humor. I'm like, I hear a thousand dick jokes. <laughs> in one second, like, like not even from comedy, just from my friends. They just tell me, they're like, yo man, like, you know what I mean? Like when I was getting introduced, Pam said poop. 
You know what? That's a great example of, yeah, it was just, it's just annoying, but yeah. Yeah, but right now we're kind of, I'm at the stage now, I guess, right? When you're 13, you're, you're learning how to do stuff. You're learning, you know, I mean, definitions of new things, right? Like, uh, like, let's just say, for example, relationships. You're learning relationships in middle school, and I think middle school relationships, relationships are pretty cringy. Right? Like, I was talking to my friend. I was like, yeah, man, uh, out of these two girls, right? Out of Bella and Emily, who would you date, right? And he was like, huh. Hmm. I think I, I'd, probably, I'd probably date Bella because Emily has a flat butt. I'm like, what? what, what you're barely gonna touch her hand, you know, a flat butt, you're not gonna eat that ass, you know what I mean? I, like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, I was like, uh, you know what I mean? That's just so, right now he's like, yeah, man, she's only an A cup. I'm like, why, why do you know breast sizes? What the, like, that's just, it's, I, I, it's just so dumb to me. I'm like, why, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I man, but I, I am also learning, right? You're, when you're in middle school, you're learning also the definition of cool, right? Like, I figured it out, guys. I finally f figured it out. The definition of cool in middle school is just acting like you're high on weed all the time. Just all the time. I'm serious, though. You just got to be like, yo, yo, my man, some of man, yeah. Uh-huh, mm, yeah. And they're like, yo, bro, are you high right now? And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they're like, whoa, bro, what drug? And you just gotta be, you just gotta, like, nothing has to correlate. Just, you gotta be so random. You're like, yeah, man, I'm high on crack, bro. Huh? <laughs> That's how it is. It's the life, bro. It's the life. They're like, oh my God, how'd you get crack in here? It's like, fun to, bro. Fun to, like, what? You know what I mean? You just gotta, you just gotta be the most random, just random person ever. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, man, I fucked the teacher earlier, bro. Like, yeah, okay. Thank you, everyone. I'm Luca Branches. Yay! Luca Branches, yay! Yay, you have grown. You are taller. You're like seriously an inch taller than when I saw you last. I haven't seen you in like two months. Bye, Josh. All right, that was super funny. Next up, you can see him on the ESPN show that's on Hulu, uh, and you should look that up. We, I, we found some still pictures, but I don't have Hulu, so I couldn't watch it. I almost bought ESPN Plus just to... Thank you. I want to see it. I'm really excited. Put your hands together for Wyatt Forgotable Branches. Yay! Hey, guys. Uh, so, you, you know what's really funny? Uh, Luke, he's 13 years old, right? And I told him this story about when I was... And he was, he was telling me this bit in the car, right, about... Uh, about his friends liking girls with fat butts. And when I was 13, I told him this story about uh, I had a girlfriend and I had touched her boobs under her shirt, as one might, and it fucking crushed him. <laughs> he, was so, he was so upset about that. It, it, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was upset. He was upset about that shit. Uh, public school. Yeah, I went to public school and he went to private school. Very different, uh, I guess. Uh, you're talking about movies. Uh, you know, movie. I, has anyone here watched the Eternals movie, the MCU movie? You watched that? That was pretty cool. It was. It was a good movie. It was. It was. It was not as good. All right, I'm getting off topic. Anyway, in that movie, right? I'm Indian, and uh, Kumail Nanjiani's in that movie. He's Indian too, right? And I saw this article. It goes, Kumail Nanjiani shatters stereotypes with new hot bod. Because I don't know if you saw, he got really ripped for the movie, and I was like, dude. How little do they think of brown people? Holy shit. 
right? Kumeo Nanji, I shatter stereotypes with new hot bod? Are you serious? Other races, you might shatter stereotypes by being a NASCAR driver and an Asian woman. For Indian people, you do three push-ups. They're like, you are really breaking the status quo, Kumail. <laughs> How fucking offensive is that, dude? Imagine if I imagine if I wrote a headline that offensive. Dude, imagine if I wrote a headline that was like, white woman shatters stereotype by going to Starbucks, seeing a black guy, and not calling the police. <laughs> Boy, holy shit. Uh, Hollywood executive shatters stereotype by casting woman with small tits. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to think about, though. I like to think about the way that our uh, our racism is subtly shown through the language we use, right? Like another example, I don't like the phrase white trash. You guys heard that phrase? You know that phrase? You use that phrase? You know I don't... White trash. You know I don't like it, though? The reason I don't like white trash is because it implies that white people are usually amazing and that you're the exception, right? Pretty arrogant thing to say, right? Dude. Dude, that, that's all. It, it, hold on one bit. This guy's like, all right, wait, let me laugh for longer. <laughs> uh, I don't like that phrase because that's almost like when you're talking to minorities and you're like, you're one of the good ones. Except here, it's like, well, I am one of the bad ones. <laughs> you know, us white people is going around on the globe, yachts with our yachts colonizing. Except for me, I just fuck my sister and uh, eat at Arby's. I'm the one exception to that rule. <laughs> A crazy thing to say. I don't like that. I don't like it. Uh, I am Indian, which is surprising to people sometimes because I get told often that I look ethnically ambiguous. And uh, I think that's because every single hair on my body is a different race. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like my beard is Arab, my mustache is Mexican, my hair is Prince. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. But but honestly, I, I, the, the, if you think about it, the only people that we call ethnically ambiguous are brown people, right? <laughs> And that's because white people generally don't know much about their actual ethnic background, right? Because think about, think about the idea of Indian versus the idea of white. India, that's a country. White, nobody here has ever been to Caucasia, right? None of you guys are like, oh my god, I had my study abroad last year and it was fucking crazy. I went to Caucasia, it changed my life. It was amazing, except for the food, it was a lot of mayonnaise. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, it was great. Uh, <laughs> that's because uh, if you want to trace back the idea of race, right? Um, and this is, this is I, I really did a lot of research. For, this is a seven-minute joke, but I'm trying to do it in one minute. And, uh, so uh, when you trace back the idea of race, they actually started, in, in how we think about it now, in this old German university in the uh, early 1900s. By the way, a lot of good stuff happening in Germany in the early 1900s. Uh, but... Uh, the funny thing is, no, so I swear to God, the German scientists, they, they boiled race down to three races. The entire human race they called Caucasoid, Negroid and Mongoloid. And first of all, two of those, you're like, whoa, I don't know if he was allowed to say that. That was pretty bad. I mean, for the second one, Negroid, that, whoa, dude. That sounds like a really nerdy anime kid in Luke's class tried to say the N-word. That is pretty horrible, right? <laughs> and then the, uh, the Mongoloid, which is what I would be, right? That's everything except for white and black. Uh, the idea of Mongoloid, uh, you know what's funny about that is nowadays the word Mongoloid refers to like a mentally retarded person, right? And I'm like, how offensive is that? Because that used to mean Asian. And then they just appropriate that. They're like, dude, you look so Asian that you're retarded. Like, how does that even make sense? <laughs> All right, this is a difficult joke to do. <laughs> how much time do I have? Am I done? Less than a minute. All right. Uh, you're okay with it? 
this this guy's like the whitest guy. He's like, trust me, you could say that, bro. You could say Negroid. <laughs> the retard? Oh. You're okay with it? You're what does that mean? Oh, you're in special ed? Okay. Oh. Alright. Retard. <laughs> All right, that felt good. Thank no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Wyatt! Figato! Yay! I hope to see everybody tomorrow at OMG2. Thanks again for the food dash. You're amazing. Thank you. All right, he's here. And Johnny G, you're going to be next, okay? But um, he's here, and he's still... You have some, like, wetness in your hair, too. It's kind of sexy. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay! <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What's going on with me? I went out, uh, I went on a date, uh, once with a teacher, someone who was a school teacher. Uh, and I think it was a good lesson in, uh, expectation versus reality because in my head, you know, I think we all have kind of a fantasy about a teacher if she's going to be like, Ooh, you know, you're bad. I'm gonna have to punish you after school. But, uh, in real life, she was just like, uh, I don't make a lot of money. And that was the whole, I was like, oh, okay. That's, uh, less sexy than I thought it would be. So, I was good. And she's like, no one respects me. And I'm like, ooh, because, it, like, uh, you, do you like being disrespected? And she's like, no, I'm disrespected politically. And I was like, okay, that's not fun. They also, uh, she was a kindergarten teacher also. And I don't think, they never, in the teacher fantasy, they never specify uh, what grade they're teaching, uh, but that's too young. That's not. I don't. Is anyone fan? Of, I don't know if any dirty movies start with someone like I have a nosebleed. <laughs> it's like, well, take your clothes off. We'll take care of that. It's, uh, <laughs> no, okay, that's fine. Let's see here. I used to work in a cafe, uh, and it was kind of cafe. It did food, and uh, we would charge people up front, so they would have to decide if they were going to tip before they got their food. And sometimes people would complain about that. I once had this guy who was like, well, I don't want to tip if I don't know what kind of service I'm going to get. Uh, and as the barista, it's like, well, I don't want to serve you if I don't know what kind of tip I'm going to get. I don't know if that's... No, okay, yeah. It's, it goes both ways. I just think that's insulting, isn't it? It's the... Uh, I don't know. People are so... I don't, also, I don't get why you take out your anger on the barista about the tipping policy. That's like being mad at a fish for living in a fish tank. It's like, hey, if it was up to me, I, I wouldn't be here either. So, yeah. So uh, I had COVID. Uh, I tested positive a day ago. So no, I, I didn't. As, uh, as, uh, I had COVID. Um, and I learned that uh, bad news travels a lot faster than good news. This the because I posted I had COVID on Instagram and I got a whole bunch of messages of people, uh, and then I posted uh, like ten days later when I tested negative that I was okay again, and like two people commented, and still everywhere I go people are like like people are like get away from me like what the fuck is wrong with you and I was like I did the right thing right I thought I did that I don't know what I'm thinking I don't have a lot of opinions growing up. I really didn't. I remember going, I just, my opinions growing up were just whatever my dad thought. Those were my opinions. I remember going, he took me when I was a kid to see the movie Spy Kids. And 
when we got out of that movie, my dad was like, what did you think? And I was like, it was good. And he went, uh, really? And I was like, it was bad. I don't know. Just love me. What's going on? Please. What's happening? I don't know. And my dad was like, yeah, we like French films. I was like, okay, I guess so. It's, it's okay. You can hawk me. There we go. My dad's a very honest person. I remember he told me when my parents were splitting up. He said, hey, I want you to know this divorce is not your fault, okay? Uh, it's your brother's. I was like, yeah, that's good to know. Do I have anything else new? No, I don't think I do. Okay, that's my time. I've been Ian. Yay. Ian Levy's back. He's not sick anymore. Hooray. I'm sorry that you got it. It's just so funny, the people that got it and the people that didn't. I honestly think that I haven't gotten it yet the entire time because I smoke. I think when you smoke cigarettes or weed aggressively, that it coats your lungs in a thick, wonderful tar that does not let the COVID penetrate. I'm serious, man. I smoke a lot. And Ian doesn't smoke. So I really think, and all the people that got it, Orion doesn't smoke. Ian doesn't smoke. Riley doesn't smoke. I smoke so much weed. Yeah. Orion smokes every day of his life. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Cigarettes? Oh, no. No, pot. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a combination of both. I think it has to do with the tar. Uh, I Thank you. I know that's why the people in the Tenderloin don't have it, because they smoke crack. Imagine if you smoked heroin or meth, how that would protect your lungs from the dreaded COVID. If it's so fucking transferable, uh, every, there are 10,000 homeless people here living in the rain. None of them are sick with even a cold. <laughs> like the worst they have is a hangover from the Royal Gate. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. He's been real patient. Johnny G, yay! <laughs> Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Pam. I'm an addict. My name is Johnny. I'm in recovery. Uh, interesting, I just read or I saw an um, article in New York Times, and it showed that Africa has the least amount of vaccinations as well the least amount of infections. Because if everybody's exposed, everybody builds up a tolerance, and then the, the, the virus has nowhere to go, and it dwindles away. Go figure. Anyway, uh, that's not what I'm up here. That's not a joke. I'm not a comedian, by the way. And actually, the last time I came in here, I had my bicycle sitting right here. And I flipped it over. And then when I got out, I got on it and I rode up the street. And I noticed halfway up the block that my tire was flat. And I was like, one of these fucking comedians popped my tire. Like, they think that's funny. So let me see him touch my bike again and see if I'm joking. I'm going to fuck you up. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that, that that's kind of a joke, but it's kind of for real, too. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight anybody in here unless I was attacked. Uh, so interesting. Um, my mom recently got a 23andMe. Uh, like we're talking about race, I, I love it. Perfect lead-in, man. Like my mom got a, a 23andMe thing done, and it showed that like she's just found out that she's like we have Turkish, like our our um, both sides of her family, both of her parents. Uh, lineage goes to Africa within the mid 1700s, which is not that far away. And like uh, she, she found out that she's also one. Th she's like one sixth Neanderthal or something like that. That one third of the world still has Neanderthal, whatever genetics. I'm not a real big person on genetics. I just think the humor behind it is freaking hilarious to me. So she's also found out that she's Italian, almost one third Italian. She grew up in Brooklyn. Uh, she was bullied because she thought she was the Jewish kid. And uh, and she also she found out that uh, Ashkenazi Jew. 
So I was like, cool. I've been coming here for so long hearing so many people who, who are Jewish get to tell Jewish jokes. So like the dude talked about, you know, the fact that he doesn't, he got circumcised. So now he has the right to, uh, to belittle Jewish people. So I was like, damn, I guess I got the, the right to belittle Jewish people too. But then I said a joke and I thought, damn, it's kind of anti-Semitic. So I had to de-anti-Semiticize the joke a little bit. Anyway, before I get to that, my mom uh, has been cooking all kinds of different foods. And uh, talking about wiping, like you have to wipe in both directions. You have to go this direction for a little while and then the other direction, another, just a little tidbit right there. Uh, and, and then you'll get most of it without bleeding. <sighs> um, <laughs> I'm just talking, I'm not a comedian, I swear to God. Uh, so she's been cooking now all of a sudden she's Italian, right? So she gets, she's cooking all this pasta. And then the other night she cooked borscht. I'll wrap it up. And then the other night she cooked, uh, you know, matzo ball soup, which is really cool. Like to have all these varieties. Uh, I wonder what, yeah, I'm not going to get to the toilet humor, but so I'm just thinking like the guy was talking about how the, uh, his toilet paper might look like a, like an oil painting. Like, this is a lot of different food I'm eating, so I'm going to take a look next time. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not a comedian. Uh, so I thought to myself, you know, only, first I was thinking only, only a, you know, a, a Zionist Jew, but it's not even the Jewish thing. It's only a Zionist would hear the phrase free Palestine and say, I'll take it. That's it for me. That's all I got. Thanks. Jody G, everyone. Yay. All right. Um, so David Samuel just walked in. And Kevin, do you want to do a set? And then I want to do a set too. And then we'll be done. So David, do you want to, are you okay? You just walked in. You want to go up next? Okay. It's your turn anyway. Put your hands together, everybody, for David Samuel. Yay. Yeah. So good Hitler Youth Rally you had going. What, was, what were you talking about? I missed the beginning. What were you talking about? The Jewish stuff. Hell yeah, I like that. Fuck the Jews, right? No, I know. No, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. What's interesting is like, Israel. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. There's a, like Israeli people aren't like, they're not as funny as American Jews. That's what I've learned. Like I'd get some like Israeli people would come into this store that I used to work at, and I'd be like, oh, do you guys like? Did you move here, or like you just visiting? They'd be like, oh, we moved here. I'm like, you had to get out of Israel, right? Like, way too many Jews, you know? And they didn't think it was funny. <laughs> they just thought I was being racist. What's up, sir? What's up, dog? This is good. I, uh... been thinking about my dad a little bit recently. He's an interesting guy. He was, uh... He was an attorney when I was growing up. But he got disbarred because he tried to steal my neighbor's house, right? Which I didn't even know you could tr do that, <laughs> right? It's like, that's pretty wild. He tried to steal his house. And uh, 
Actually, I don't really, I don't know. Fuck that. I'm not going to do that yet. It's not ready. All right. Let's see. Do I have anything I want to work on? No. Yeah, well, okay. Here we go. I think the least, the worst part about animal testing, I think the worst part about animal testing is how little they learn about the animals that they do the tests on. Right? Like, they just learn so little. Like, it takes thousands and thousands of animals for them to learn anything, right? They have to do all these tests. A lot, there's a lot of failure tests is what I'm saying, right? A lot of failures. Like, what they'll do is, like, they'll cut the top of a monkey's skull off. They'll attach a bunch of electrodes to it. And then you go, well, what did you guys learn about the monkey brains? They're like, well, we learned that when you turn the machines on, they move around quite a bit. So... Now we're focusing most of our efforts into developing like a harness to kind of just keep them in place, you know. It's just kind of wild. Like I just, I don't even, like I'm an idiot. I don't know nothing about animal testing, but I imagine it's just like a thousand monkeys in a warehouse just like strapped to a chair and they're just squirting like shampoo in their eyes and they're like, well, I don't, I don't think the monkeys like it very much, <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing. All right, cool. That's all I wanted to work on. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Mini Radio. David Samuel, I hope to see you tomorrow at OMG, all you peoples, and it'd be really fun. Hey, your next comedian, he was here on Friday, and he killed, he had so much fun, and he's back, he's performing with us again. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kevin Buddha Hardesty! Yo, your name's Jacob? I don't want to fuck with you. You kind of scare me, dude. Talking about those monkeys and the in the shell. You got, yeah, your mind scares me. I don't, I don't want to meet you in a dog alley. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yo, I'm a fat guy with blue eyes, and I got white privilege, and I'm white trash. Oh, no. I, I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. Um, so... Let me tell you a little bit about my life. So when I was eight, walk out of the room, I see my mom drunk as fuck looking at the mill, just calling herself a bitch. I'm like, oh, uh, this is where I get some of my issues from. Huh? Okay, cool. <laughs> my sister walks out the room, my, sister, my mom snaps your neck. And next thing you know, my mom runs in the room, comes out with a fucking big ass purple dildo, like some balmy dinosaur fucking hung Bonnie, and she chases my sister outside with it. <sighs> Oh, what a wonderful holiday season that was. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, a, I'm a fat guy with a speech impediment. Some people say um, I look like Chris Farley. Then when I grow my build out, I get Shaq Black. Then some the fuck out. Some people say I sound like Mike Tyson. I'm fucking screwed, man. I, like, I was destined for this comedy shit, man. When I was in elementary, my mom would make me wear overalls, and I had the Steve Ofer glasses and my hair slicked back, so you know I got my ass beat growing up. Then uh, middle school, I realized, I'm like, hey, I'm still retarded looking back and make people laugh. <laughs> nice. Um... So the best thing about having a speech impediment is I get to stutter on a pussy. <laughs> so Donald Trump likes to grab it by the pussy. I like to stutter on it. Oh my. Oh my. So Nazis. 
Nashish. What can we say about Nashish besides the only thing that comes to mind is if you see a fucking Nashish, you fucking punch him. That's the only time it's okay to go up and assault someone if it's a fucking Nashish. So I might be Jewish. I don't know. My great grandmother was in a concentration camp and I braided my hair um, about a month ago to try to change up my style. And the guy in the smoke shop said I looked like his father. And his father was a, um, he was a Jewish rabbi. So apparently, yeah, I'm gonna go get the DNA test and um, let's see if this white privilege can get a step up and get that Jewish privilege. Let's see, let's, um, let's see, let's see what happens over here. I love awkward silence. I, I love it. I love the awkwardness. It, it really helps me sleep at night when, um, when I'm the creep in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just stand here and look at each other, deep each other in the eyes. Look me in my eyes. Let's play this game. Look at me. Can you tell I was abused by my family? <laughs> No? Okay. Um, the best thing about being homeless in San Francisco is the sexual education that we get inside the homeless shelter. My favorite moment was opening up the lube and just tossing it over like a grenade. Splash! And blowing up condoms, making animal balloons in a homeless shelter. Nothing, nothing better than that. Oh yeah, then um, then looking over and seeing my um, seeing my bunk make um, shooting up um, shooting up heroin. Oh yeah, that happened. I was told by a drag queen I would make a great drag queen before. Oh how I still cry myself to sleep at night from from hearing that. But oh, yeah, so I think I'm done. I I killed it way better on Friday. <laughs> but you know, I love the socially awkwardness. So yes. Thank you. Yay! Everyone have a good night. Kevin Budardesty. He's so brave. All right, we've got Mike Bonds and then me. Keep hanging in there, guys. Put your hands together right now for Mike Bonds. Yay! Man, you homeless and you getting pussy? Shout out to this guy right here. We need to talk to this guy later on. I'm saying, though, like, damn, he just taught us all a lesson. Like... How the fuck is he homeless again? You got a speech impediment too? What the fuck? You got a 10-inch dick under there? What's going on, man? I'm just saying, man. That's some shit right there. Shout out to you, man. Holy shit, man. I got I to gotta stop spending so much time on the internet, man. It's starting to fuck my head up. You know what I'm saying? It really is, man. I'm, I'm watching the internet and I see motherfuckers trying to domesticate lions and tigers and shit. You see this shit? You know what I mean? The look on the tiger's face is like, yeah, that's dinner later on. That's going to be dinner later on. I'm just warming up. I'm like, God damn. Who the fuck would want to have a 400-pound cat in your house anyway? Like, that's some crazy shit, ain't it? I don't know. That's just something that I was thinking about. Uh, I got caught jacking off the other day. I'm 41 years old. I know it's fucked up. You know what I'm trying to say. You, you, you a kid. And, you know, I'm, uh, but my mama, she video called me. You know what I'm saying? She learned how to video call and shit. You know, she calling me, what you doing, son? Nothing, mom. And the first thing she asks, when you coming over? Mama, I need a minute. I need a minute. I'm coming right now. I need a minute, mama. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Man, we got the playoffs back in session, man. I know. It's like, you know, Tom Brady's at it again, right? Fuck Tom Brady, right? I know, right? Tom Brady, he gon' he gonna get a lot of these old motherfuckers fucked up out here. You know what I'm saying? I got an uncle that's old as fuck talking about, hey nephew, man, let's race a mile. I said, hey man, you ain't Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? You are not Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady's got millionaires behind him. You ain't got shit. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got shit. You know, Tom Brady's going to get a lot of these old motherfuckers hurt out here. That's all I'm saying. He, you know, I think Tom Brady's like the $6 million man. Isn't he like, you guys remember that show, The $6 Million Man? Where the motherfucker was like bionic and shit? But they actually giving Tom Brady $30 million a year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be a $6 million man. In today's, in today's money, that would be like, what, a, bi- a billionaire? A billion dollar man? I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm just riffing. I'm just riffing. You guys enjoying the, the, the fucking rain, you know? I enjoy the rain, man. Let me tell you why I enjoy the rain, man. Because I like seeing people walking around wet as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just me, you know? When it's hot, you you walk around, you see people wet, you're like, oh, they sweating and shit. But when it's rain, it's like, yeah, that's that fucking rain. That's San Francisco rain, you know? And San Francisco weather, it's so fucking bipolar, it don't know what the fuck it wants to do, right? San Francisco weather, I think it needs a therapist and shit. You know what I'm saying? It needs to sit down and figure out what the fuck it wants to do. Because last week it was hot, you know, then when it was cold, and now it's raining. What the fuck are we going to have next week? Snow in this bitch? I don't know. We ain't seen snow out here. Actually, a lot of you have seen snow recently, you cokeheads. Ah, you didn't get that. Look, we're going to see snow in a minute. You cokeheads, I understand it. I I feel like I feel like this year's uh Christmas was successful for me. You know what I mean? It's a successful Christmas for me, right? Everybody's asking me, "Hey Mike, what you getting me for Christmas?" I'm going to the 99 cent store and if I can find something that fits you, I'm getting it for you. That's all I'm saying. You know, because I ain't got a lot of money to spend on motherfuckers. You know, you, you did this whole they did this whole $20 gift thing at work, you know, oh yeah, buy somebody $20 worth of something and put in a gift bag. How about I just give you two joints in San Francisco? How about I just give you two joints and fucking take a break? You know what I'm saying? Take a break, you guys. Wow, man. Hey, y'all, I think that's been my time on Mike Bonds. <laughs> Mike Bonds, everyone. Is he okay? Did he almost fall off the stage? That's nice. You were talking about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's skills are being misused on the field. I am upset. What are they doing with this man? He should not be on the field. He should be in a closet jizzing into a cup so that every woman in America can have the chance of having a Tom Brady baby. There is a next astronaut in that nutsack. There is the next president of the United States in that nutsack, and you're putting him on the field, idiots. So angry or misusing all of his important skills. I today, these I've had these stretch pants since high school, and I'm wearing a bra right now from 1990. I'm not kidding. I cleaned out a drawer today, and I found my very first bra from when I was in junior high. It's pink. It's not the one I'm wearing. It started falling apart. But this one, this white one here, is literally from when I was a junior in high school, from 1990 it is older than almost every single person in this room and it still it still works it still has functionality uh anyways i'm just um bragging i don't know why i'm wearing that weird bra it still looks good right like i'm i'm dre- i'm dressed like um i'm dressed like i was in 1990 so there except for the cool this is all right okay i was born in 1974 and uh, that's what my uh, bush looks like. It is swampy, and no one can find Charlie. That's why I named my clitoris Charlie. It's like Vietnam ended in 1974, but not here, not here. I have, I have so much pubic hair. Uh, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. Like you actually can't see anything if I turn. I have so much pubic hair, it's like I have a kitten in a headlock. You can pet it, it's cute. 
Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. Did you know that Gillette started in 1904? 1904, they started selling razors to men. Because in 1904, women couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut. You know, and now if we don't shave from our big toe to our twat, like a four-year-old girl, <laughs> I'm a disgusting slut. No one wants to sleep with me. Ew, gross. Ugh, Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. Did you hear, actually, the new Gillette razor has 13 blades? 13 blades for the closest shave. And the seventh blade is easily removable, so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Gillette, <laughs> the master man can get. I'm telling you, I want some Tom Brady. Like, I, no, like, I would rip out my IUD. I mean, I'm going through menopause, but I, I think I have, like, one egg left, and I'm willing to try it just for this, right? Send me a turkey baster and some something. I want to, it's the only reason I would have a, a baby, because they're gross. But a fun side effect would, would be that my breasts would produce milk, and then I could make cheese to save the vegans, right? Vegans breastfeed their children. And so if I pumped my titty milk and I made it into cheese, I could save the vegans with 100% consent-based milk, right? And 22% fat, it's going to be meltable. Cashew cheese, not cheese, does not melt. Terrible, disgusting, gross. If I had to choose between sex and cheese for the rest of my life, I'm absolutely going cheese, 100%. Is that, is that you're like, what? No, absolutely, all cheese all the time. That's why I want to save the vegans. And then, because they must be such sad people. But once I've pumped my titty milk, I smoke and eat so much marijuana that I could make TH cheese to save the vegans. And then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? Can I finally reach weed singularity? Uh, does no one else like pot as much as me? Just me? Okay. You guys have all been wonderful. Thank you so much for hanging out tonight. Please come tomorrow to OMG. Yay! Um, OMG is from 6 to 8, and it's 2 for 1 World Drinks, and it's going to be a great show, and I'm really excited. And uh, I'll, I'll see you guys all later this week. Yay! Bye! Yay!
That was the absolute pinnacle of fusion. Return to Forever from their 1976 album Romantic Warrior. We heard The Magician. We're going to continue on now with um, some more proto-fusion. This from Miles Davis, his Bitches Brew album, which is widely considered to be the very first fusion album. This is Spanish Key. You're listening to the Gates of Delirium here at mutinyradio.fm. <laughs> 